Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. I also wanted to be like, it's uh, the hottest you've looked. Like, it's my favorite Cameron. But actually, that's not true because Sweetest Things, that side top was amazing. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Calm Down Podcast. Oh. I wanted so bad to have those freaking the back in the red. Oh, so good. You guys, you'll never believe who is on the Calm Down Podcast today. We will not calm down. Erin's putting on lipstick. She's getting ready. Uh, Catherine Power and Cameron Diaz, co-founders of Aveline, an incredible clean wine, all organic company that they started. Catherine Cheering. is an entrepreneur that is a co-founder of Who, What, Where. Um, she's also Catherine, the if you end up listening to this and you want to run where, let me know. Yeah, right. And Cameron, <laughs> who, as we all know and have loved in any woman um, that has a bunch of girlfriends and has seen the sweetest thing, yeah. you know, we have questions. So we are so excited about this podcast. I need to know if she watches The Holiday. It's that time of year. It's on every channel. And I need to know, is Jude Law a good kisser? What is happening? Oh, yeah. He was so hot in that movie. So hot. I, I wanna, I'm, I'm already drinking a, their wine. Yeah. No, I've been drinking it for the last hour. I want to do a quick fangirl of Cameron. Mm-hmm. I she obviously resonates with you and I because we are the sporty spice girls of the world. Like she always the, the dancing in the undies, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Brett Favre moment in something about Mary. Mm-hmm. She just, you know, she's surfing. She's hot. She can play volleyball. She was a model. I just I always loved her because I felt like, you know, you see Hollywood, you see girls out there. She was the one I kind of was like, I want to be her. Like, yeah. funny. I felt like back in the day, she was the girl all the boys wanted to date. Mm hmm. She was something yeah. about Mary. She is something about Mary. It's yeah. the the hot, sporty girl, but it's like Cutie. also a girl's girl, not bitchy, yes. and you just want to be friends with her. I'm very jealous of the fact that she has obviously taken a step out of Hollywood and the limelight to pursue other things like Aveline and focus on her family. But yeah. I always wanted to interview her. It was at my time at Extra. I was hopeful that there was, you know, a movie that she was going to do so I could 
sit down with her, but I never got the chance. But today's the day, guys. You're going to have to get me to calm down because Cameron is my, like, she's right up there with my Jennifer Lawrence girl crush. Obsession. Oh, you love Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I will tell tell you, and full disclosure, guys, we already did the interview, but Erin, I will... Well, sorry, we did, but I will. But now tell I look you, like a real asshole. I've just been acting like it's all coming up. Fine, we asked her about the holiday. We did, and and stay tuned for that. <laughs> but one thing I will never tell her because she's been very quiet about it. But it was kind of I remember, like everything else, I'm in a hotel room, and I read that she had finally announced that she and Benji had a baby. However, they may have had it. But I just remember that was the day I called my husband and I said, okay, we need to get serious about this. This is a woman that has been, I don't think she was very open, but I kind of always, I think everybody kind of knew, you know, I don't know if it was struggles or whatever, but she wrote something when they announced it, not only please respect our privacy, but something about the joy it brought. Mm -hmm. And I remember Mm -hmm. like calling Jarrett and saying, I love Cameron Diaz. Like, we need to get serious about this and the steps wow. that we're taking. So I would never share that with her, but I feel like that was just something that really, really, you know, hit Aww. me. And I was like, all right, we got to move here, pal. She probably would have, I mean, I know, and you're being respectful of all of that, but if I was her, I'd want to hear that my decisions had impacted someone like you or at least made an, and you know, left an impression to help motivate me to get- crack a lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think the part that really like struck me is like she worked forever. Right. And that kind of reminds me of you and I, she was just like, I feel like it was a Cameron Diaz kind Mm -hmm. of situation coming out all the time and she was everywhere. And she's been very vocal lately about taking a step back, taking care of herself, taking care of her family, doing other, you know, going down other uh, roads and seeing what Mm -hmm. she can create like this wine and her clean living and all that. So, uh, yeah, I dig her. I love her. Okay, so since Aaron just, spoiler alert, we already did the interview. I also know that Kurt, our amazing producer, is going to have to edit out me just like talking and talking and talking and just shut the fuck up, Carissa. No, you were good. You were good. I have a tendency when I get nervous and I really like someone, I want to be like, oh, yeah, we're friends, right? We're, we're friends. It's like, no, just just let her talk. I just, I just, I just her. want her to like reach out to the producer and be like, God, they seem great. I'd love them to come over. I just- <gasps> Um, another thing is if you guys want, you have to check out the YouTube of this because my smile, it's like when I interview like a Jeter, <laughs> a Brady, it just went like ear to ear. Like she got the big quarterback, third baseman, shortstop smile, you know? Well, I also want Catherine's brain, her entrepreneurial brain. I, know, I do too. I am in awe of very successful women who are also down to earth and they are all of those things. They lived up to the expectation and I was so happy to know that she knows how we feel about the sweetest thing because yes. that movie has provided so much joy in my life. Is Janie there? Hello, is Jane there? Uh, coming up after the break, we interview Catherine Power and Cameron Diaz. Aveline is their clean wine. We already did the interview. Enjoy. <laughs> Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And 
I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Our podcast is called Calm Down because Aaron and I have been friends for a hundred different years. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves to just bring it down a notch because we get very loud and animated about all things. We were so excited to have you guys on here to talk about Aveline and your friendship and just women empowering women. So thank you so much for stopping by the Calm Down podcast. Love it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So we're talking about um, girlfriends and your, how did you guys meet? Through one of her best friends and my sister-in-law, Nicole. And was it love at first sight or what? You probably knew a lot about each other, but what, I mean, you just hit it off right away. Well, when I started dating my husband, my now husband, we started going to, you know, all the parties and gatherings and holidays and Catherine and uh, Nicole have been friends for what, like 20 years? Yeah. And so she was always there and we just kind of found ourselves sort of gravitating towards one another, kind of sitting off to the side and having some wine and talking about our houses and how yeah. we wish that we were just sitting in our home. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're both homebodies. We, you know, we're both homebodies. We love, you know, relaxing at home and, you know, being home and, and hosting people at our house. You know, Cameron is an amazing chef. Oh, um, okay. And her hubby's an amazing chef. I don't cook anything. Same. Um, but <laughs> we both love wine and we got together a lot around wine and with our community and friends that usually 
was around wine. And, you know, we're, you know, we try to live a very, you know, wellness conscious lifestyle and, you know, saw that everything in our life had gotten a bit healthier, a bit cleaner, you know, whether it was trading groceries for organic or, you know, skincare products for clean or household products for non-toxic. And, you know, we were sitting there drinking wine and we thought, God, we drink so much wine. And (laughs) do you think we, do you think like, is it just grapes? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Naively thinking it was just like fermented grapes. And then we're like, are they organic? Yeah. And then we turned the bottle around and we were reminded that wine is one of the only consumables where you have no ingredient list. You have no nutrition facts. So, you know, we honestly just started asking questions about the winemaking process you know, and, and how the grapes were grown and all of these things. And, you know, we were pretty shocked by what we learned, you know, all of the, you know, additives that could be added, you know, legally during the winemaking process without disclosure, the fact that most wines are not organic, yet we're making this big deal about eating organic food. Yeah. So we tried to... But our juice isn't necessarily <laughs> organic. <you know>? Right. <laughs> You, you guys, know, you, you you probably want to give your kid like organic juice, right? So it's not that different, you know. And we started trying to find, you know, what we considered to be cleaner wine, which first and foremost meant that it was made with organic grapes, and there was, you know, really low to no additives, and it was really hard to find. And we live in the mecca of wellness, so if it was hard for us to find, it must be hard for everyone else. I wanted to know how many bottles deep were you when you had this epiphany? Oh my God, what are we drinking? Because you know when you have the best ideas when you're like, how much have we had? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because it was around like one glass and oh, we were okay. trying to figure out if we were going to have a second because we were like, I never feel good after the second glass. Is it worth it? You know, like I, I think it was like on a Sunday yeah. and we both had to, you know, the Monday morning of it all. And we were just like, should we even do this? And we're like, God, it would be so great if we could drink more wine without feeling terrible. (laughs) And how can we do that? And what can we like maybe make our own wine and add something to it and make it better for us, you know, Mm -hmm. better for you and quotation marks. And we realized once we sort of, as Catherine said, we like kind of dove into the winemaking process to see, well, maybe what can we do? And I mean, it's kind of silly to add anything to like, you know, we talked about maybe like doing like, probiotics or something like that. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, duh. Well, it's fermentation. Like, like it already is microbes. You know what I mean? Like, it is already happening. Like, like, and that's what we did. We were like, wait, oh, right. That doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, um, but then we're like, when we found out that it was what we didn't add to it, that made it better Mm. for us. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was quite the opposite. And so, you know, that was where one glass of wine served us. (laughs) we're on it you know when you have you think about like all these amazing ideas and you guys are both entrepreneurs but then you think to yourself like why didn't I think of that or why is it taking me this many years to ask the question what's in my wine if for the you know a decade plus we've all been so much more cognizant as you mentioned Catherine of beauty products and laundry detergent and everything like that and so when you know we, we were excited to have you on here and Aaron and I were just talking like why have we been so oblivious to this up until this point? So it's awesome that you guys have brought Avalin to the table. And where did the name, where did the inception of the name come from? You know, it's funny because uh, like in a lot of um, 
wine is a very specific category to like a mindset. You know, we've all been consuming wine based off a very sort of narrow viewpoint of what makes wine good or why we want to drink wine. And, you know, it's, it, and it's been forever and it's been created and sort of cultivated by a certain, in, in a culture that's dominated by white males, you know, mm-hmm. and they say it's, you know, good with a steak or, you know, um, <laughs> the terroir, yeah, or the vintage. vintage, which is all important stuff. And it's important to us too. And, and a lot of aspects, um, but the, I mean, it's very important to us as wine, you know, the wine, where we get our wine from, what our wine tastes like, because all of that is absolutely, you know, is why our wine tastes good is because of terroir, because of the vintage, all those things that do make great wine. But there wasn't any language or connection to other aspects of consumption that would qualify it for somebody to 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 want to consume it, right? So in our world of clean drinking or eating, there was no conversation about that because it wasn't important to those who had created the, the, the sort of culture around wine for so many decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of took it outside of that. We took it to our qualifications for consumption. What we knew as consumers was important to us. And we knew that it was important to a lot of other people, one, because we just, everybody around us and just marketplace and what Catherine has done for the last two decades of her life of creating, you know, as an entrepreneur and her clean makeup, you know, her merit and verse being, you know, clean skin and and makeup lines. This is the world that she exists in in every day as a entrepreneur and where I exist in as a consumer. And she also obviously is a consumer in there as well. But we realized that that conversation just wasn't being had. It wasn't being had with us. Yeah. You know, no conversation. We didn't fit in. And we knew that if we wanted to go and find these wines now, Mm -hmm. like now that we know they exist and we know that wine is being made this way and it's not just an idea we came up with, but something that's centuries old, there's a very traditional way of making wine that doesn't use these additives that we, the hardest part for us was, as Catherine said, is to identify it. There's no transparency within the industry. There was no way to identify. We couldn't see it on the shelf and we couldn't go to the website and find out if it was grown with organic, you know, made with organically grown grapes. Why, why are they not regulated? Why is it not regulated? Because they didn't have to be. it's TTB, not FDA. It's TTB, not FDA. Mm. So there's no, it's not food and it's not the food and drug administration. Mm. Okay. So interesting. We resonate with you guys and relate so much. We work in sports, male dominated. And then when we were reading your story and you guys walk in and you have this idea and you're kind of questioning, I can only imagine the looks, the comments. I mean, give us some of the craziest, like, I'm just thinking of these guys that have been in the industry forever. And they're like, lady, you're not going to come in here and change this. Krista, we've never heard that before. No, or men are like, do you guys even like sports? Do you really like like sports? I'm so bored with that question. So I imagine that there was a lot of resistance when you're walking in. They're like, I'm going to dedicate my life to this. You guys are like, we live, eat, and breathe this, and you're going to ask us if we like it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't get married till I was 40. Still don't have a baby. No, I just, you know what? I just, I, I'm bored yeah. on the weekends, you know? But so what were people <laughs> saying to you guys? What, I, any crazy stories? Because I can only imagine. I think it's just so interesting. You know, when we started the process of 
exploring clean wine, creating Aveline, which was, I mean, at this point, three and a half years ago, almost four years ago, we would go into our normal restaurants, grocery stores, hotels we'd stay at, and we would ask, do you have any organic wine or do you have any clean wine or you know, natural wine, whatever it was? And people would roll their eyes at us. They would say, God. you know, it, it, they would either say it's all organic or yep. we don't know what, which ones are organic. They don't put it on the bottle because historically, if you are a wine brand and you put organic on your label, you would end up in a weird section of the grocery mm. store. So even the wine that is organic, it's often, it's not disclosed. So, you know, I think at that point, we started to see our own behavior shift. I started to see a lot of young women asking the same questions, you know, around adult beverage. And we just knew that it was going to start to become a thing. It was the next category people were going to focus on. And so, you know, now going through this process, three and a half years later, Aveline's in over 5,000 stores across the U.S. Good job. Just exceeded all expectations. And now we go back to the same stores and the same restaurants and there are sections dedicated to you know yeah Yeah. like natural organic wine and you know so I think that's super validating and at the end of the day like we we knew we were going to disrupt this very old industry and that we were okay with that you know we knew we would get you know the real wine critics complaining and saying, you know, wine's not dirty and all the things they've said. It's the same thing I went through when clean beauty started, truly. And, you know, but when there is such a consumer pull for something, they cannot ignore it. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the retailers cannot ignore it. The distributors cannot ignore it. And that is truly what has happened with, you know, Aveline is that, you know, it has struck such a chord with consumers that the industry is now having to to follow suit. And I think, you know, we hope that we, you know, our mission is really to champion this kind of wine, right? To make this kind of wine more prevalent in the market. So it's a, really an invitation to the rest of the industry to start disclosing, you know, what's in their bottle, to grow with organic grapes, you know, just to, um, you know, really add as little as possible, right, to make this delicious wine. What I loved, and Cameron, you had referenced it, you said like, oh, you know, this wine pairs well with a steak or, you know, you hear a lot of pairings with food and wine, but what, and again, the consumer in me is gravitates towards the beautiful <laughs> bottles, the colors, the, the label's content. so pretty. But also, I love it. You you guys wrote pairs well uh, on the um, the rosé, pairs well with the warmth of the sun and the company of your best friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wine yeah. is such a, you know, it brings people together, but also as evidenced by the origination of your guys' company, ideas come from spending time with your girlfriends. And, you know, Aaron and I decided to start this podcast because we've been friends for so long. And like, we're like, these are the conversations that we just have with each other. Let's just, you know, start a podcast. But it's this idea of you want to spend as much time with your friends as you can. And if there's a business that comes from that, that's even more incredible. But there's also Mm -hmm. the other side of starting a business with your friend. Have you, what have challenges have you guys found and how are you able to navigate that with one another? Because you were so close, but then there's the business element of it as well. So we, you know, Cameron and I have different experience, different strengths and weaknesses. 
And I always think when you are combined with someone who has like complementary skill set, it's always a plus, right? But, you know, we are both focused on the same mission. And to us, that's all that matters. So as long as we stay focused on that, everything else just sort of falls into place. And I just think we know each other well enough to know when she feels super strongly about something, you know, we do it. Or if I do, you know, we do it. But for the most part, we really have complementary skill sets. You know, if one of my partners always says our skills were a Venn diagram, there would be very little overlap. And I think that's a key to success. But really, you know, we're focused on the same thing. And it's been great. We don't, we get this question a lot. And frankly, like, you know, we're two pretty emotionally, you know, sound people who have had a great experience working together and who, you know, it's not fun to drink alone. I mean, why would you want to create a wine? <laughs> wine by yourself? In fact, so, I have a rule. Don't drink alone. It always ends badly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I'm, yeah. So, oh, I love that. No, we've had a lot of fun with it. It's like we find ourselves in the south of France at a vineyard, eating a ham sandwich and drinking a glass of rosé, looking at vineyards going like, yeah, this was the right move. <laughs> I was going to say, Aaron and I end up in Marina Del Rey, and we're like, well, this is not the same. I'm at Lambeau Field, and it's 20 <laughs> degrees at best. I mean, what am I doing career choices? This is yeah. all wrong. <laughs> Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the door from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This may be for the dumb people out there. Raise your hand. I will. But so I remember talking to my sister when I got the box, when you guys sent it, it was so fabulous. And I was like, oh my God, she's got, they've got this wine. And my sister said, well, that's the wine that you don't feel bad. Right. And I said, well, there's more to it. You know, it's all about organic. It's all. And I didn't even know the whole story about what you guys said. Why didn't we think about what we were putting in our body? If they are using what you guys are using, if it's organic, Chris, you said something about like they're not even washing the grapes with the pesticides. But this helps you with the whole hangover process and not feeling like absolute garbage. Well, we're, we personally, we're not, you, we can't make any claims, obviously. Right. It's just, that's not. But personally, I feel better when yeah. I drink a wine made from organically grown grapes and has have very little additives. I personally have found, and that's why I was so excited to make our own wine is because as you were saying, you know, with grapes, it is not a common practice to wash the grapes prior to winemaking. It is about, for me, pesticides, yeah. right? So that pesticide just ends up inside yeah. of the winemaking process. So anything grown with pesticides, I don't want anything to do with, as well as concentrates. So con- why we say no concentrates is because also concentrates are usually used for like a sweetener. Mm-hmm. And if you're using a um, color or color, and if you use a concentrate that's not organic, then you're getting concentrated sugar and sugar for me, like as always, if I have too sweet of a wine, yeah, you know, I always end up feeling terrible the next day. Yeah. So for us, we just didn't want that sugar content. We wanted organic grapes and the additives is just, it goes in line with wanting something clean. Like I don't eat food that I don't, I can't pronounce, <laughs> you know, occasionally I'll eat, you know, something. It's not like it never happens, but like on my daily consumption, I want to be able to know that what I'm, you know, putting into my body is is yeah. as close to whole as possible. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you guys have learned through this process? Because again, it's one thing to have an idea. And, and Catherine, as Cameron has outlined, you have an incredible background in entrepreneurship and the success of brands that you have founded or the CEO of. So you have this idea and a lot of people have ideas, but then what's that next step? Like, how do you even get started? We were truly starting at ground zero. You know, it's, the, I know how to put a business together, but entering the alcohol business is like learning a foreign language. It is so different than any other, like the, the fundamental structure and, and laws are so different than any other kind of category. And what we did truly is just meet with anyone we could find who was remotely connected to that industry. And we just started taking calls and meetings and just asking a ton of questions and trying to apply that to what we already knew about starting a business or setting up a brand. Or what path we wanted to take. Because there was a lot of things that we were told that we couldn't do or that or they told us how things were done. Mm -hmm. And Catherine and I knew that we didn't want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so we had to figure out yeah. from like how, what was already structured and what everyone who we were talking to was telling us that we had to do first. Mm-hmm. We were kind of like going, 
so what's the next step? What's the next step? And then when we got like the 10th step down, we were like, oh, that's where we're starting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. Um, and, and so because we knew where we wanted to, to take it and, um, and we knew how quickly we wanted to get there. And so the timeline that we were sort of being given about how to, we could make a brand in the want in this category successful wasn't what we were looking for. We really wanted to know how to get it into stores right away, how to build it up to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. cases, how quickly we could do that. And so, you know, we just, kind of, every time we would hear something that pointed in that direction for us within the sort of confines that we were being given mm-hmm. um, in sort of the status quo, we would go, okay, let's jump to that. Let's find the next person who could kind of like help us there. And then we would get to them and sort of dig in on it on there. And then we would just keep sort of jumping to where it was that we felt mm-hmm. um, we w- could then align ourselves for this, how we saw the, the, the business sort of launching and, um, you know, and the, the progress of it over the last, for us, almost, what is it, almost two years, well, a year and a half now. Yeah, that we've been in market. That we've been in market. But, so, you know, we, you know, Aveline is not, you know, we don't consider it to be like a celebrity wine brand. This was, you know, a soil to glass yeah. project. So we basically track down winemakers that we love, that we know create the taste profile that we really respond to and just beg them to custom blend a wine for us to fit the needs of Aveline. And so, you know, we virtually and then actually knocked on doors um, at these beautiful, you know, vineyards in Europe. And, you know, I think had to convince them to take a chance on us, right? Like we don't come from a multi-generational winemaking family. Mm -hmm. We are commercially, you know, successful people in the United States. Like it's just, it doesn't always translate to that industry. So I think we had to earn the trust of those winemakers. And then the people that got it have been, you know, we're so like grateful that we could bring that much business to them. Mm -hmm. You know, they've already been making these beautiful wines for generations and having their own label, their family businesses. And now we've been able to shine such a light on the way that they've been producing their wine for hundreds of years and bring them so much business and really change their lives in a lot of ways. So that's been really, really rewarding. And we are growing our supply chain across Europe and in the U.S. and, you know, want to continue to champion winemakers like that. We really wanted to, um, you know, with we, we have our core wines. And then we have our direct-to-consumer wines that we're doing more sort of limited runs on different varietals because our core wines are blends that are, you know, sort of everyday wines. So we don't put the varietal on the bottle or the vintage, but our core, our our, um, limited run wines will be um, more More specialty wines and specific varietals. Like we have a delicious Pinot Noir. Oh, so good. <laughs> drink Pinot Noir, and it's just the most delicious. I'm literally like, how many cases do we have? What does that pair well? What's that label gonna say? It's a very good, like, everyday wine. As Fabulous. Well. The only thing is, like, on our core wines, we use a screw cap, 
so far on our bridals online, we have a cork. So it's one of those things, yeah. which is fine. Like I like to drink a bottle over like a few, you know, over the week kind of thing. I don't, I'm not like opening it and downing it for the evening. But the Pinot Noir, we say, pairs well with fading sunlight and your favorite song. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, Erin, Erin was, we were, you know, we were talking about, and she was like, twist off, because I mean, there are so many times that cork gets like, I'm breaking the cork and it's like a whole thing. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of benefits to that. But as I was listening to you guys speak, it just, it, you know, Aaron started this very successful clothing company. I'm trying to start this interior design company and it's, it's other facets of what we do for our day job, but it's, you know, grown from love and from passion and this need or void in the market. And all that said, you know, listening to you guys, and obviously you have, you know, incredible resources and success in your respective fields. So certain doors open or can open quicker for you, but you still need the help of so many people and these incredible families that you're mentioning like these vineyards, you know, and how you've changed their life and business is transactional. And so I imagine it brings you so much joy to think about the impact that your guys's idea has now had on, you know, the domino effect uh, because Mm -hmm. of a singular idea then can then have, you know, a greater effect overall, not only on health, but also monetarily. Yeah. And it's also, you know, for us, um, being able to just bring the information to the consumer like ourselves, sure, you know, to let them know, like, you actually do have a choice in this category. Like there's, you may not know this, but check it out. You know, this is what we learned. And being able to give that information, that opens it up to a whole, again, it's an invitation, right? So now, winemakers who have been making wine like this for generations may have not known that that's something so valuable Mm. to their product. If they wanted to, you know, market that, then they, it's there for them. Now they have a, they have an example of how it works. You know, um, there's going to be a lot of wine um, brands that don't want to have that transparency because, you know, it, it proves our point, you know, that there are, there are, you know, different, uh, additives that could be utilized in the winemaking process that a certain, you know, category, certain group of consumers in that category do not want to drink. So that yeah. would exclude them. Mm-hmm. So there is a choice. And so that also feels really good. Is there anything, what's next? I mean, you mentioned the Pinot Noir. I was thinking, you know, since you've changed my life with the wine and made it organic, anything you could do with a charcuterie board, because that's my jam with the wine, help the cheese, not get on my thighs and be cheese, you know, like anything you got for me there. Well, I think that that's all in moderation. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's that. (laughs) Great. It's like the wine. It's really difficult to do with charcuterie. Um, You know, we're really excited about what we have coming out. We, we did just launch a few limited edition, uh, items on drinkoveline.com um, that are going to be available for the holiday season. Good. So definitely check that out. And um, yeah, we're pretty much in every retailer where where wine is sold. So so try to pick some up um, wherever you live. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you guys. I know you guys have a lot of things to do, but we, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, you know, Catherine, you and Cameron have been friends for years now, but growing up, I, you know, Cameron was the person that you felt like you always wanted to be the girlfriend with. You were the the everyday I've girlfriend. I've always wanted to drink wine with you, Cameron. She, no, but like she lives up to the hype. I mean, like watching always the wanted to drink thing. with you. Is that what you were going to 
Even, I mean, walking to this day, walking up a hill, I'm like, I'm walking my ass up this hill and I do it in your cadence. And I was on the plane the other day and I was watching the holiday and you just have been the backdrop to so many incredible memories in our lives. Um, And I imagine- Movie montage. Yeah, as you um, you know, sit there next to your girlfriend. You guys are the sweetest things. Uh, oh yeah, uh, do you time. have? Do, wait, that. Cameron, do you have a character that you closely related to? No, you know, I think that it's like um, it's it's all the characters are. Of course, obviously, there's a part of me in it. There's the only, it's through my filter, right? Like, yeah, it's not you know. So it's, there's something there, but no, I don't. I think. For the longest time, I felt like I don't know if you guys ever saw Bing John Malkovich. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always felt most like Lottie. Like I felt the most comfortable playing Lottie than any other character. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting. I fell in love with you very early, but where you actually like stole my heart, and it was like this girl understands me. Was just your relationship with Brett Favre, and that was my favorite quarterback. <laughs> and then there was a part of me that had a hard time separating. Like, wait, are they together? Because it's like, <laughs> no, very relax. It's a movie. This is fictional. Yeah, but yeah. yes, I was very Favre like. Like very, oh God, yeah. all of it. Yep. That part really, really. I thought that was such a funny, that was such a funny twist, you know? It was like, great. The, leave it to the Farley Brothers. You yes. Know? Um, yeah, it's so much fun. Okay. Th- this is the last question I'll ask. If you're flipping through the channels and a movie of yours comes on, do you stop and watch it? Because right now the holiday is everywhere as it is this time of year. Will you watch it? <laughs> I will not watch okay, it. Really? <laughs> I don't watch my um I don't I watch my movies for like the premiere and then I never see them again. What? In this time of year, I'm so tired. I'm so sick of being away from my family, but I will tell you we did a Kansas City game a couple of weeks and it wasn't even Christmas and the holiday was on and I was like I feel at home. Like I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. "Thank you Jesus, she's on my TV." I so, god. Fun. Oh, there was actually, there was one time where I was flipping through, I I don't really watch TV. You know what I mean? Like I'm one of those people too, that I kind of like just goes to the content that I want. (laughs) Um, But I think that I turned on something and there was a, a Charlie's Angels 2 dance scene. Yes. And I stopped it. I was like, oh my God, Nancy Javone, <laughs> who was our producer on the movie. She's in there for like two <laughs> seconds. And I like I stopped on it because I was like, oh my God, Nancy. And I was like, oh wait, this is Charlie's Angels too. Like, oh yeah. Like and then I saw myself and I was like, oh yeah, I'm in it too. Okay. <laughs> um what we are taking seriously is you guys, this is an incredible, incredible yeah. gift you have given to not only us, but everyone who needs to be more aware that there is an option for clean wine. Thank you for bringing it to our attention and giving us an opportunity not to have a hangover in the morning because... Cheers to that. (laughs) I mean, thank you so much, you guys. You were amazing. Thank you. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 